Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this week's episode of Damsels in the DMs. You hear that, listeners? You don't need a boyfriend. <laughs> you need yourself. <laughs> there was a Pussycat Dolls song that was like, I don't need a man to make it happen. This message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM. Yes, queen. <laughs> Tell us what's the vibe. Uh-huh. What's the there's some damsels in the DM. Yeah. Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah, we see them, yeah, we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them, we just leave them. Please, yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. I'm Lauren. And I'm Alejandro. And today we have. Leslie Williams, a relationship and sexuality consultant, life coach, and theta healer, and Reiki practitioner. We also have Andrea Wimberly, who is a serial business owner, creative director, life coach, and commercial landscaper. A mouthful, but they shared so many amazing insights on accepting ourselves, loving ourselves. It was really cool. I really enjoyed the conversation. I love how they connected from their trauma and were able to create such a platform to inspire others from that. Alejandro and I connected because he was my boss, but in a way, that's a that's a bonding experience of its own, right? We're forever bonded from that. Forever bonded from that experience. <laughs> to create something like that's <laughs> I mean, yes, and we're still continuing to create amazing experiences for ourselves and for others so let's get into it shall we let's do it all right everybody well thank you so much for tuning in we have leslie and andrea with us today hello to leslie and andrea hello 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 we are very happy thank you for having us guys yes thank you so much for for being here thank you So just to kick it off, it's so fun to have four people on the podcast today, but your work has been so inspirational and so empowering to read about. So please just tell the listeners what you guys have been doing, how you connected, and the mission behind the platform that you've created. It was very interesting because when we met, we bonded right away because because of how our stories. Mm-hmm. I, I am Brazilian. I was born in Brazil, raised in Brazil, but I live in four different countries. And when I met Andrea and we share our stories, it was crazy because we went through the same challenges, (laughs) but I was in Brazil and she was in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I grew up in L.A., born and raised and um, went through a lot of my childhood traumas and a lot of the things that I that I grew from, we had similarities in our conversation. So we bonded over that. We bonded over our healing journeys and things like that. Yeah. Was this an event that you connected at or how, how did your paths cross? Um, Well, I moved into her building. (laughs) We are neighbors. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So we moved it. We have, we're neighbors. And then, um, 
we also believe in empowering women, helping women, and just being in their divine feminine. And so we started a movement called the Unstoppable Me. This is a series of workshops, courses, and retreats that we're putting on. And our um, our next one is going to be in February. So we'll tell you more about that. Yes. Yeah, so basically what happened is that we, without knowing, we were, we had the same purpose in life. Yeah. And when we met, there was, it, it was impossible not to start a project together. Because when, as I was saying, when I, when I share my story yeah. and, and she shared her story, I said, we got to do something mm -hmm. for a woman. This is my purpose. And she said, this is my purpose. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was super strong, you know, and, and then we, we started the project. So you guys both describe yourselves as relationship and sexuality coaches. Were you both already in that career path before you met each other? Yeah, I was, I was, I, I am a business coach, life coach, a wedding relationship coach, fader healer, Reiki so I started my journey after healing. I started, I said, okay, I got to develop all the knowledge that I can acquire, all the knowledge that I can to help women. So I was doing on my own, you know, Feta healing, Reiki, all this. And then when I met Andrea, <laughs> then we started to do it together. Yes. Yeah. So basically I... I started off just on this healing journey and working with different women that I was coming across that were also on their journeys. And um, it just it was always inspiring and passion, a passion of mine to help other women deliver themselves from whatever they're dealing with or need to heal from. So that was definitely my door and um, helping as many women as I possibly can. So was the event curation um, the first endeavor that you decided to collaborate on or was there something else prior? Well, I did a few things on my own mm. before. And one of the things that I started that I shared with Andrea uh, that we now do together is getting a group of friends and go to the desert and we all go for stuff. We all have our pains. We all have our challenges. So um, like five friends that are struggling in some area of mm -hmm. their lives. And they and we, we always share our stuff with our friends, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Our friends are always our therapists. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we go together and stay in this beautiful environment. And then it's a weekend of healing and you heal with your friends. Mm -hmm. So you know each other and you support each other and we, and we apply techniques throughout the retreat, yes. right, together with the friends. Mm -hmm. And we did this ourselves, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, the two of us. And then now it's one of the things that we did together. Yeah. That's cool. It's like a pay it forward sort of situation. I can imagine how it would perpetuate not only positive experiences for everyone participating, but then I'm sure by word of mouth, it, it has grown successfully, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. A lot of people have are having this conversation of what does growth look like? What is healing like? How do I do that? And a lot of what I do is self, I believe in self-care and in implying that to your life every day is important because 
you think about um, how you are going through something, you heal yourself. If you don't practice things that you've learned, sometimes you get stuck in like how, 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 and you forget that you are, there's tools for you. And so the thing about it is having constant conversation with your friends and people that you that validate you help you as well. So this is this is something that we we also teach. And I'm curious because you talked about how you both um, related based on some of the challenges that you had went to and the trauma that you had recovered from. Could you talk a little bit about as much as you're comfortable with what that looked like and how it connected you two to each other and why it inspired you to go help other people recover from similar things? Sure. I was born with a lot of physical limitations. I'm a twin. So my legs were crook. My hands were like this. My, I was crossed. I, I have heart issues. So my childhood was full of challenges. I, I was bullied at school uh, until I was probably 15, 16 years old. So I had no relationship with my body. I hated my image. I had all, you can imagine regarding self-rejection, low self-esteem. And I come from a, a country that machismo is very strong. So on top of that, we have that mm -hmm. culture. So I, I suffered since I was a little kid. I had to start to relate with my body and myself and in a way, you know, that I, I could never imagine. So once I healed from the physical issues as a teenager, then I started to say, okay, no, no one is going to stop me now, mm -hmm. right? And and thanks to sports, uh, it saved my life because it gave me confidence step by step, you know, and the relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. And when I met Andrea, that was one of the things that we, oh my God, I can't believe you. You know what I'm talking about. We can resonate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Some of the things that I, oh man, as a child, I moved around a lot. And I had to adapt to different spaces and learn how to be, you know, likable at a young age. And um, a lot of times, you know, I was stood out from the crowd. I was tall. I was dark skinned. I was different. I was different. I wore glasses. And um, I remember, you know, having to learn how to be likable and what that looked like as a child. And you know why asking my mom questions why why don't people like me and they don't know me and things like that and um I I've developed the learn sense of people pleasing and I didn't even know what that was until I got a little older and understood and I think that that is a lot of challenges people those are a lot of challenges people face as well people pleasing it's a learned behavior and it's something that it can be reversed, but we have to identify certain things in our childhood and adulthood as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then going through the adult life, mm -hmm. when I started to date, for example, mm -hmm. I, as I have no self-esteem mm -hmm. and a crazy self-rejection, nothing love. Yeah. As Andrea said, I, I would allow anything just to have that little bit of attention, yeah. right? And that will hurt even more because I not only went through all the pain, right, physically, now I was allowing a guy to do whatever he wanted with me, 
right? Because I didn't have any self-love. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely experienced a lot of that. And I think that that definitely is so common among women that people pleasing that you talk about and um, feeling like you need to be accepted by everyone, which you really don't. Um, I was also bullied at a young age and it really altered my relationship with men. And I talk a lot about on this podcast, like growing up under the male gaze and growing up, like you feel like your self-worth and your appearance is all just to please men. The new thing that I've been saying to myself lately, which I've been loving is that it's you versus you. Because I think like as women, we're always like comparing each other to somebody else. Like, oh, this person's more successful. This person's more beautiful. And I think it is so powerful when we as women can come together and just really support each other and lift each other up which is why I'm so um, inspired by what you guys are doing. So can you talk a little bit about some of the tools that you offer in these workshops and in your coaching with your clients, how you advise women to take their power back and how you advise them to break some of those people-pleasing habits? Right. So in private sessions, for example, the first focus is to help them to look inwards mm -hmm. because the a lot of the pain comes from the fact that we are pleasing everyone outside of us and you know you go in this automatic mode and 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 then you don't you don't stop to breathe and look at yourself so uh, the first exercise for example that I do in a coaching session is ask this question how is the relationship with the most important person in your life going yes. yourself so when I ask this a lot of the my clients go Oh, <laughs> because yes, because we think about everything that we gotta do and this and this and work and blah blah blah, and then about me, yeah, and then, yeah, and I literally write, what do I want? Mm -hmm. What is my purpose in all areas of my life? So it started with this. So this is for an example of a private session. So Andrea, yeah, definitely. I am um, similar. Mine is very action based as well, where every day I believe I believe in rituals. I believe in self-care rituals are being intentional is huge. And every day you should apply something that brings joy to you. Always coming from a place of love, always coming from a place of uh, boundaries as well. Mm -hmm. I think boundaries are, are huge. People think that, you know, it's offensive, but it's it's a it's for you and the other person to have a clear set of, um, of things in your life. And so a lot of what I do is actionary. I believe in those uh, self-care rituals that allow you, for example, um, in the for the shower, you know, you get in the hot shower and you dry brush or wet brush and things like that. I think that that is a way you can touch your body and get familiar with yourself, give more love to yourself by you feeling, you know, washing off or, or dry brushing and things like that. That is a way that you can get more familiar with yourself and get bring more love to yourself. So yeah yeah i really appreciate that i feel like another thing that i try to do is um, practice gratitude or at least like yes. expressing some form of yeah gratitude and when i first start the day and then throughout it like i don't know it's it's just a, a yeah. funny little not funny little thing but i think it's important to yeah it's very, very important yeah, yeah. because yeah. gratitude 
when we are grateful, we are grateful for something that we receive, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. if, just being grateful, even if you're not receiving, this mm -hmm. is what the energy that you're putting out and you're going to receive. Yes. So just mm -hmm. exactly. So this is this is one of the tools that I teach on Feta uh, Healing. Feta Healing is a, a, a practice mm -hmm. that takes the person to a Feta state mm -hmm through a guided meditation where your subconscious mind is open. So we give commands to the subconscious mind mm -hmm. to remove that limiting belief mm -hmm. that is holding back the person and replace to a new one. Mm -hmm. So it's because we are trillions of cells in our body, we mm -hmm. are energy. Mm -hmm. So everything that we speak, everything that we put out is going to, to vibrate in a certain way mm -hmm. and is going to come back to us in a certain way as well. Mm -hmm. It's yes. law of attraction, right? Absolutely. And, and vibrations too. And the, I love that you're talking about like frequencies and wavelengths and how we have so much of an influence on what goes on around us as well as within. Like I started listening to um, Schumann Resonance <laughs> and, uh, found out about it and I was just like, <laughs> the ionosphere. Oh my God, this is fascinating. But like, it really is cool to like, explore and see the impact that some some of these these pieces of information might have on you know well-being and like wholesomeness it's yeah. it's really cool and in particular with the practices that you're describing it's amazing to see how uh easily achievable it is to put these routines into practice on a regular basis yeah yeah another one that's a really amazing one is affirmations mm -hmm. we hear that a lot today and it is so to me, the essence of instant gratification, because you can say I am and you are that. Mm -hmm. So you embody that as you say it, you know. And so one of the things that I teach in my in, in my private lessons is like looking in the mirror and saying these affirmations, go around your home, say these affirmations as well, yeah. you know, while while you want uh, for example, while you want people to walk into your home, you want to have you say affirmations of what they're going to experience and same for yourself. So you can use affirmations as a way for instant gratification because you are that. Yeah. And uh, for example, in the workshops, um, we we bring information and knowledge. So uh, for, uh, one of the things that we bring is a lot of Mm -hmm. uh neuroscience information mm -hmm. so once because once for example once i understood how my brain worked mm -hmm. i could understand okay mm -hmm. so that's why i was going cuckoo crazy after mm -hmm. that guy you know <laughs> and then i develop what a lot of women develop without even knowing emotion dependency mm -hmm. because we are making love <laughs> we produce a lot of oxytocin in our brain and then that attached woman mm -hmm. right? and we get attached and we don't know why we get attached mm -hmm. right? and we don't know why we feel so when we are close to that guy we feel oh my god it's because the levels of the dopamine are so high in our brains right mm -hmm. and um serotonin levels are low so um, in the workshop, for example, I do, uh, I love dancing. Dance had been part of my life, had healed me. Hmm. So when we dance, for example, we are producing dopamine. And mm -hmm. dopamine is the hormone related to well-being. When we feel, you know, that ah, that sensation, that good sensation. So I, uh, we put together 
dance and we make women get in touch, for example, with your body, be grateful for your feet, be grateful for your legs. And instead of judging my feet and looking at the mirror, because as you were saying, we, you know, we compare a lot because this is what we were told to do. Right. Right. No, I love that. I also am really big into gratitude and meditation. For me, the meditation is not always about myself, but almost more about how I'll treat other people if I don't meditate. I feel like I need to do that in the morning so that my vibes can be pleasant and calming when I meet you. And I think it's just helpful to have that moment to center and ground. But I'm curious because as you guys were mentioning, you talk a lot about mantras and rituals and creating awareness in your work. So what are some of the ones that you implement in the workshops and even with your clients to make sure that they do consistently or that you think helps them to set them on this journey of self-love and self-empowerment? Yeah, so some of the mantras, just like the one that I was saying, the affirmation one is huge because it's, it is instant to whoever is, or it's, it's, whatever they want to be, they can present themselves. They can say like, this is what I'm working on. I I want to do this and I am this, I'm embodying that. Right. So that is a huge mantra to do. And, and anyone can do it. You can do it in the car. You can do it wherever. And um, that is something that we implement. We definitely talk about confidence and just having this, um, making sure that you're always coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. So making sure you're having these conversations of love with yourself and with others, that is a huge thing you can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, for my clients, usually what I, first thing that I ask is, okay, what are you are into? Mm-hmm. Do you like dancing? Do you like music? Yeah. Do you like sports? Yeah. So this has got to be your first mantra because when, mm-hmm. when we have passion for something, mm-hmm. right, that opens an opportunity for us mm-hmm to start to turn, shift that passion Mm -hmm. to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So of course, the first part is the relationship that you have with yourself. And you mentioned meditation, first thing meditation. And when I talk about meditation, I always said, okay, whatever you believe, if you are Buddhist, whatever you're Christian, it doesn't matter. Once you have faith Mm -hmm. and once you develop a relationship with God or whatever you believe that is unconditional, then you're going to find love. Mm -hmm. That must be a priority. And then get to know my client because this is very important to to work with how the person is. Mm -hmm. What what is the personality? What she likes, right? And, And go from there. Okay, so now that we found that you like we would love to to meditate and is your priority. Let's turn into a ritual. Yeah. How are you going to do that? How are you going to take that moment for you mm-hmm. and start to shift and have that unconditional love for yourself first? Mm-hmm. So it's very important. I'm in awe of how <laughs> amazing everything sounds, but and because mainly because you both have such a wealth of knowledge, uh, mm-hmm. all these tools that you're able to give to your clients and at these experiences that you create. But I can't help but wonder, what have each of you learned in this process, both individually and collaboratively? Good question. So the first thing that I learned is that if 
possible, that we are, that's why the name of the project, we are unstoppable. There's nothing that we cannot do or be or have a purpose. That's that's what I found when I was able to shift my awareness and have this relationship in my case was with God, intimate with me, right? With God in me, with love in me. Then I I realized and I felt and I lived, right? That life is beautiful. It's a challenge. We are unstoppable. We can be, do, have, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I definitely concur. I agree. Um, I would say for sure, being we talk about manifestation. You manifest mm-hmm. what you want, and this and that. But I believe manifestation is about who you are and where you're, you're who you are inside. And so, when you ask for these things what does that person look like? What does she do? What does he do? Like, what does that look like? And the fact that you can create anything that you want and just how Leslie was saying, we embody that. We can do, it's impossible. It's it's uh, unstoppable. You can do anything. And so same thing with manifestation. We are our own, our manifestations. So you hear it all the time. Like, I just asked for that. And then there it is. Yeah, because that's who you are. We're powerful. We're so powerful. And that is a huge thing to learn is how to use your power. Because mm-hmm. you can. It's at your fingertips. So it reminds me of hearing one time uh, that we are the creators of our own life's masterpiece. And I was Ooh, I that, love I was it. Like, yes. yes, I'm done yes. for that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. just so that I can be the bearer of bad news and let Alejandro be the bearer of positivity, what's been <laughs> the hard part of doing this? What's the part that you've had to grow from and really like, I, we like to think about things on this podcast as a path and paths have hills, paths plateau, and then they have parts where you can just enjoy the valleys and see how beautiful the world is. But what's been the part where you had to go on the uphill climb and then come out the other side to see the beauty of the work you're doing? Yeah. So for me, it is the fact that some people, they don't want. Mm-hmm. And it's very important to understand when you are with a client mm-hmm always say okay this is about compromises with you and and you see the suffering you see the person going for so much and i've been there i know i know okay you can't get out of this situation but you i have to respect the free will mm-hmm. it's my duty so it's hard sometimes it's hard because we are in this mission we would like everyone right mm-hmm. to heal themselves and to find joy mm-hmm. purpose and then people have the right to not want it at that moment mm-hmm. and this is really challenging mm-hmm. it it's, is yeah yeah i think that people feel first of all challenges challenge is good people think that yeah. challenges is, is it's too hard it's impossible to die and this learning that's a learning limiting belief yeah mm-hmm. But um, overcoming your challenge is huge because that's where growth lives, you know? And so um, just being able to be in this headspace of, okay, power of the pivot, power of the pivot. I'm going to pivot if I need to, you know, you'll see challenges a little bit different. And that is the biggest thing is uh, taking people out of the comfort zone and allowing them to 
find what works for them. And so being in a space where, or helping them get to a space where those challenges look like pivots. Mm. So, I love well, that answer. Yeah, and sometimes, uh, for example, I have family members mm-hmm. that that are not in, in the path for healing, and mm-hmm. it so it 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 also it's a challenge, yeah. right? So it's and and I think for me it was very free fearing for me it was mm-hmm. I set myself free when I could understand that people mm-hmm. have free wills mm-hmm. and they have the right to be in that moment mm-hmm. and and it's my mission to love them as they are exactly mm-hmm. in the moment that they are mm-hmm. and sometimes the best gesture of love for a client even for someone that you love is just to let them go you know the way they want to be yeah mm-hmm. that's hard and i yeah. imagine that it's hard you know, dealing with that every day and knowing that like you can't help somebody if they don't want to be helped. Mm-hmm. So how do you make sure that you're helping yourself along the way while you're prioritizing everybody else and prioritizing all of these people around you? How do you make sure that you're keeping your mental health in check and that you have a balance between your love life, your friendships? I'm not sure where you are both in your love journey, but we'd love to hear about how you achieve that holistic balance. So I do it every morning when I start my morning in bed. Um, I do my first meditation while still in bed. And whatever I'm feeling in the day, if I have any discomfort, if I'm feeling sad, if I'm feeling anxious, whatever I'm feeling, um, I focus and understand what is the limiting belief and apply fate healing to myself to understand what it comes from. And and this is no stop. It's unstoppable. Once I learn it, mm-hmm. I know it's it's going to be for the rest of my life. And you know, and it's just something that I want to keep doing. And I believe it's my responsibility to do it mm-hmm. as a professional, but also mm-hmm. um, we have to do it every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Mm-hmm. You know, some days you're gonna feel oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to figure out why I'm feeling oh. Mm. Right. Yes, I agree. For myself, it definitely starts with education, always, and making sure that you're feeding your brain or you're you're giving awareness to. And I think that the more you do that for yourself, you prioritize yourself. You can balance everything else as a trickle down. So you get, you feed, you nourish your body, nourish your. Uh, your mind, you will nourish others around you as well. It, it's just inevitable. And so, and you'll, you'll want them to also be on this path with you. Mm-hmm. Obviously everyone has their own journey, but maybe from your awareness that others will follow their awareness. And so um, this is something I learned as well. Past relationships, I traumatic relationships where I had to, I had to understand what my self-care looked like before the other person's self-care because they couldn't help where they were. And that was just their mindset. And as being able to separate that through boundaries was huge for me. And why another reason why I learned I went on this journey, because I know a lot of women are suffering from traumatic relationships, unfortunately, from situations. And um, maybe they didn't they didn't learn like or gaslighting is huge and mm-hmm. some people don't even know that they're being gaslit and mm-hmm. so 
but learning once you get out of these head spaces where you're um you're bogged down with all of these things learning how to the tools to um have those self-care practices and and have those mindsets that help you and push you forward in your journey is so important and it really starts with those boundaries mm -hmm. and understanding what boundaries are for yourself and then what practices you can do which you know you do different uh, meditations you can do self-care you can do uh, education it just really depends on per person i was just going to ask if you're in relationships now <laughs> <laughs> I yeah um, yeah well I am <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe oh suspense <laughs> yeah I am with myself yeah. right but this it sounds like it's going well over there <laughs> yeah. yeah I think that it's it's so important to really have that love for yourself that mm -hmm. connection to yourself I think that that's the most like Leslie was saying Leslie was saying that's the most important relationship you have is with yourself yeah and people don't people don't think about that like because mm -hmm. they're you know day-to-day -day kids family and you know who knows but and uh, it's yeah. it's uh I, I I'm glad that you asked that question because being single and uh, you know uh, mm -hmm. at this stage of my life it's totally different than when I was in my 20s for example mm -hmm. because there's no rush there's yeah. no anxiety there's no need to be in a relationship mm -hmm. you know it's it it will happen as it needs to happen at the right moment right and uh, because once you are in this place of a self-awareness so still talking about your questions, your previous question, when you have self-awareness, mm -hmm. when you have self-knowledge mm -hmm. and you look inwards, everything is way more easier to face in life. Mm -hmm. right? It's calm. And, you know, I love to be in a relationship with myself at the time that it happened, it will happen, mm -hmm. right? So, and a lot of single women unfortunately yeah. are still dealing with the anxiety of having someone the need of having someone because they are still in um, they are still not in the place of first my priority mm -hmm. self-love i love mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. and they cannot be they cannot be by themselves without the oh my god i need someone yeah right yeah. Yeah, that's so true. You hear that, listeners? You don't need a boyfriend. <laughs> you need yourself. <laughs> there was a Pussycat Dolls song that was like, I don't need a man to make it happen. But I'm curious, though, that you have the, you have your clients, you have your one-on-ones, you have the experiences that you have created. But is there some sort of book that's out there i'm imagining i mean just from the sounds of your voices i can like probably put myself to sleep and wake up to your voices every single day with oh some God. sort of help and ritual in my mind so, <laughs> thank you yeah is there like i said is there a book or is how are these how was your information being disseminated so um we are starting to put together online courses mm -hmm. Right. And um, I was already working on my book mm -hmm. and then draft. Yes, yes. <laughs> 2023 has a yes. lot to look forward to for 
sure. Yes. Uh, definitely yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. So the, the idea of the online courses, because yeah. when you have hands-on, yeah. you know, you yeah. learn. So it's not going to be only share materials, yeah. but uh, we're going to have videos, but we also will have a way that is interactive yes. and the client or whoever is taking the course yeah. needs to do tasks, yeah. right? Workbooks. Like, yes, workbooks one of the are things huge. are workbooks. Yeah, being able to write down, you know, I believe in journaling is a, is a huge thing as well. And, you know, some of us had diaries when we were kids and didn't even realize like mm -hmm. that was a huge part of the process mm -hmm. of growing and growth and evolving. And um, a lot of that, the courses will entail workbooks as well, where people can reflect on what they're learning and apply. I know that we're going to have a lot of listeners lined up to purchase those. So please let us know so you can share that when it comes out. But Leslie, you brought up that you meditate in bed every morning. Andrea, you brought up that you have the journaling. What are your non-negotiables? We like to ask about morning routines. I know not everyone has a morning routines, but what are the healthy habits that you feel like you need to do wherever you are, whether you're doing a workshop, whether you're on vacation, these are the non-negotiables that you stick by to develop the way that you are. Yeah, in my, in my case is meditation. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want to call meditation, prayer is that moment of my day, half an hour of my day at least. Half an hour, wow. Yeah, so when I'm, when I'm starting laying down that, I usually do a 11-minute um, breathing exercise mm -hmm. right, to start my day with my brain already and then meditate and when I'm walking my dog when I'm driving you know and I I, I learned in in the spiritual path that I follow to take these challenges where our awareness should be outside and shift and connect so that is no negotiable I mean and it's it's what keeps me going you know in this path of being connected with self mm -hmm. yeah my the biggest non-negotiable I have is educating myself in the morning while I'm mm -hmm. as soon as I get up I don't want to be bothered by anything else but listening to something that's going to have me evolve and thrive so I put that in my ear I put a little um, bluetooth in my ear if I need to go for a walk my walk is a, another non-negotiable that I have I need that in the morning in order to keep to get going and, and clear my mind. It allows me to be alone. It allows me to um, have this space where I can reflect on whatever I'm dealing with and um, or thinking about or trying to achieve. And so um, just definitely, those are the two biggest things is listening to something that uh, that nourishes my, my thought process, my thinking, and just going on a nice walk um, sometimes for an hour, just exiting, I don't look at my phone. I'll just put my audible on or mm -hmm. put on, you know, my YouTube yeah, sports as well. Every yeah. day, try to do something to move your body. Yes. That's uh, well, it was what healed me. Hmm. <laughs> it wasn't for sports. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I think, and it's one of the things that I explained to my clients, find passion for moving mm -hmm. your body whatever is that you are inclined to if it's dance mm -hmm. sign up 
because when we are moving, we are producing all these wonderful things in our brains, right? That, that's going to help us to have the drive, you know, for life, the inspiration, yeah. you know, move. I moved in four different countries. <laughs> yeah. But I think one of the reasons was because I hit myself for sports. Mm. Right? And definitely it's another thing that is a no negotiable. Yeah. I definitely think that to um, anyone thinking about oh, what's my non-negotiable, I think being able to try different things mm -hmm. is important too, because yeah. sometimes you it's a trial and error type of experience where you have to just see like, you know, from my experience, sometimes I like to, I just listen to my intuition and my spiritual will yeah. come through and tell my intuition will tell me what I need at that moment sometimes. Sometimes I just need to wake up to some good music, you know, yeah. and I just want to be uplifted in that way. And so I just wake up dancing and make my bed and, you know, and do my thing. And sometimes it is just being in a, in a focused state of mind. So it really yeah. depends. Listening to your intuition is the biggest advice that I would give to anyone. Um, and getting there is a journey as well to open yourself up mm -hmm. to that. Um, being spiritual is another way yeah. that I was able to, um, get closer to my, to my, uh, intuition and feeling myself out and seeing what I saying yes or no to things that I like. Well, I think now is the perfect time to get into our DM questions. So <laughs> two DM questions. We'll start with the first one, which is please tell us about the funniest or most inspirational DM you have ever received. For this one, I just have to say, like, I feel like after this happened a while ago, but after I, yeah, after <laughs> I was in my, I blew up, or what do people say? Glow up. I glowed up and I started posting my photos. I liked myself more and I was just feeling myself. And, you know, lo and behold, in the DMs, I just happened to check and it's an old love, old ex oh, comes. No talking about, ooh, like, you look great, you, you know, you've changed, you look, you know, all of these things, and I realized at that very moment, I was like, we're no longer compatible, because I have evolved from you, mm -hmm. I grew up, I, you know, I, my mindset is different, and oftentimes, this happens when you evolve, and you feed, you nourish yourself, you will end up growing up in past old relationships and so and you laugh about it because they're in the con in the dms like mm -hmm. if i had you one more time or like if i was with you, if I, what i would do different and this and that and <laughs> you know but it's too late <laughs> i i love that because i think about that all the time how sometimes like your mind will take you back to a past flame and we get a lot of listeners who write in and they ask like can you get back together with your ex? How to get back together with your ex? People want to do that. And I think they lose sight of how much they've grown and how much they've changed that you wouldn't want to when you're, when you are truly in a relationship with yourself, like you guys talk about, then you usually are way, way beyond that past relationship that you grew from. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are still in that mode, you're still, um, this is something that we also teach. If you're still, your mind's still going back there. Yeah. It's because there's something that's not about the guy that is back there. Mm -hmm. It's something that you need to figure out that's mm -hmm. still in you mm -hmm. 
that is bringing that emotion back yeah right so it might be some limiting belief or something mm -hmm. that you need to work on yeah. just to let go of that right yeah yeah and it's funny because just the other day i showed the dm that my ex and me remember on instagram uh, <laughs> whoa. that's that's how yeah. our stories, that's yeah. how we, we both, yeah, I just yeah, saw yeah. Yeah. And exactly what she said. And it's um, funny because it was someone that it, it was a while ago and I didn't see the message because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, when someone sends you and you're not a friend and you cannot see. Uh, you were but, living your best life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny because um, somehow he thought that I was, ignoring him and i didn't see the message which yeah. is uh, uh made me see that the, that he's still in that mode still the same mm -hmm. and what was inspiration for me is that now i see it wasn't him so we need to take responsibility mm -hmm. for what it's ours mm -hmm. i was in the moment that i allowed that mm -hmm. So I attract a guy, it's, he's just living his life. He was always like this, mm -hmm. you know? And so I was in the moment that I allowed that. Mm -hmm. So um, it's it was super fun. I, I laughed with her, <laughs> we were laughing yeah. because it, it felt very good yeah. in a sense that, oh my God, now I can look yeah. and in, not in a, in a bad way thinking oh he's this he's that no mm -hmm. it's understanding that we are different people yeah. in different moments we choose different paths mm -hmm. and he helped me grow mm -hmm. so you know exactly. I answered I'm okay thank you and I'm grateful I, I am grateful for what he taught me yeah. what he showed me you know the mirror that he brought me mm -hmm. that I couldn't work on myself of course I didn't tell him that <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I, I like what that you're was thinking. funny. It was just the other day, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's important. I I love what you're saying too, as far as like being able to identify what worked and what didn't work, and not holding it in one's mind as like a negative thing. Whatever may have happened, it's more so a priority to focus on what was taken away from the experience, or how we can blossom and flourish from whatever experiences may have been shared. Yeah, because then you move on and you grow. Mm -hmm. It's what we were saying before. Mm -hmm. What if I was still back then? I had okay. What do I still need to work on myself? Why I'm still feeling this mm -hmm. way? Why I'm still, for example, if I wanted him to suffer, oh, I want him to suffer. Now it's the time. Right. No, <laughs> I have yeah. to work on myself to understand why. Why do I need it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, we have another DM of the week ask. So it is, how can Reiki be used to become high value women? And what does that mean in your words? To become a high value woman, mm -hmm. first thing is to look inwards, mm -hmm. as we said. So that's what we teach. Mm -hmm. First priority is to look at myself. Mm -hmm. And then um, looking at all areas of my life for example what 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 I would like to be mm -hmm. in this area you know in my financial area in my career mm -hmm. and you know in, in spiritual mm -hmm. and my relationship my emotion emotions my mental state my my relationships with my friends with mm -hmm. my family with 
my dog with everyone yeah. right and where i want to be mm -hmm. so once you understand that all these relationships and all areas of uh, your life will happen once you started with yourself mm -hmm. then then things happen then it's mm -hmm. it's it's a blessing mm -hmm. you know it's like what i'm saying i i i feel it's a very good feeling to have this message coming because I did it. Mm -hmm. I had to do it. I did it. I look and I prioritize the way I felt. So no one can take that. No one can take that away from me. Right. So that's what makes us unstoppable once mm -hmm. we understand it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How you show up for yourself. That's mm -hmm. high value women show up for themselves in all areas. And they're able to um, decipher what, you know, things that they want, things that they don't want, their non-negotiables, their boundaries, mm -hmm. and um, being able to be in their divine feminine as well. Oh, yeah. So being in your divine fe feminine is just, showing up in a, in a way that you have the confidence you're coming from a place of love you're um you have different things that you you journal you reflect you mm -hmm. evolve every day and that's that's how you be that lead that high value life as well it's how you show up wow yeah and i think it's very important to bring yeah. this subject of known self-judgment mm -hmm. in the past mm -hmm. right because when you look inwards mm -hmm. and then if you start to judge yourself because of the way you feel well because yeah. i did that i did then you're not yeah. accepting mm -hmm. looking inwards mm -hmm. accepting it's okay mm -hmm. i was cuckoo crazy i i did crazy stuff and i'm angry with this guy or what my boss or whatever mm -hmm. right it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We are all human beings. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Ooh. Well, tell us, please, how can all of our listening human beings find each of you on social media or find out more information about possibly attending one of your workshops online, virtually, or in person? Take it away. <laughs> yeah. So um, we, we would like to invite you. I know you guys are not here, but anyway, we invited you to be with us in LA February the 19 and the 20 we are bringing from Brazil mm -hmm. an international speaker a writer a neuroscientist mm -hmm. and the king of tantra mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's going to be with us Jivan yeah. Pramod um I am you know one of the certifications that I have is from his method basically what he did is put together neuroscience and tantra mm -hmm. uh just to explain because probably listeners don't know what it is tantra it's a philosophy it's a practice mm -hmm. that um works with all the sensorial energy that we have in our body to create connection mm -hmm. intimacy and love mm -hmm. first with yourself yeah and then with your partner. Mm -hmm. So it, it has been practiced for millions, you know, millennials, and it's a beautiful practice. Mm -hmm. And it, we we also incorporate this in our um, workshops mm -hmm. and the private sessions. So it's going to be super fun yes. because we're gonna have a full day 
of uh, exercises and yes. practices yes. that we can learn with, with for you know to work on ourselves and on a daily basis and also um, for the, to achieve bond again because a lot of couples with time with the routine they lose intimacy mm -hmm. right they don't look at each other anymore they don't touch each other anymore mm -hmm. so it's going to be very yeah. fun we're going to have the dance therapy yeah it's all a full day of self-care yeah. right yes sounds it's amazing <laughs> So that's in February, um, but you can also keep, we're going to be doing a series of lives and just explaining more about what we're, we want to say with the Tantra and with our workshops. And that's going to be on Instagram. You can find me under Drea.Wimberly and then um, Leslie. Lely.Williams. Yeah. And uh, we also like to offer to you guys and all your listeners a, a free consultation. So yeah. if, yes, if you guys want to understand a little bit more of how we can help you yes. and become unstoppable. Yes. And, um, and also we are putting together for 2023 um, another, uh, I think, probably March after spring break. Uh, another retreat mm -hmm. in the desert so and throughout the year yeah. you know we all we are always doing workshops yes. always doing retreats and and it's super fun it's not you know it's not oh i'm gonna go and, and watch this you know speaker <laughs> no we, no it's very interactive yes <laughs> a lot of laugh yeah a lot of laugh we, mm -hmm. we, we actually do laugh exercises mm -hmm. because it helps you to heal mm -hmm. yeah yeah awesome. dancing super you guys fun are so incredible and that sounds like the best thing ever i think i'm going to be on the next plane just waiting for february for that to happen. so Same. thank you so much for sharing that with us and our listeners we cannot tell you how grateful we are to have your power your wisdom and your beauty today thank you thank so so you. much likewise yeah we're likewise. very grateful thank you all right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Damsels. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review if you like what you're hearing. If you don't like what you're hearing, let us know. We want that feedback too. And please make sure that you do so on your favorite podcasting platform. And tune in always. We have exciting guests that are coming on that are going to be able to help us move forward with our goals, our growth, and happiness and perseverance. My goodness. Keep tuning in. And make sure that you send us your DMs. We still want to hear all of them. Um, we'll make sure that on social media, you can follow us on Damsels in the DMs. And we'll make sure to share who's coming on so that you can let us know questions that you may have for them, questions that you may have for us, things that you'd like to be informed about, people you want us to have on. We want to hear about all of it. That's it. That's right. Until next time. It's going down in the DMs. Mm -hmm. Bye. DMs, DMs, we don't need them, we just leave them. Please, yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.